0: We'll do it live! It. Do it live! Don't write it we'll do it live! What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest! Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! The Silver and Brown Show,
1: 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck are you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours, Five thirty-three. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Good morning. What the heck you doing over there, pal?
2: I'm doing just fine, man. Just ready fine on a Thursday.
1: Ready to rock and or roll?
2: I'll give you one of the two and you can pick which one.
1: You know what? You do one. I'll, I'll do, do the, the ro- other.
2: I'll do the rolling. You do the rolling? I'll do the rolling. You'll love you to see it. You do the details.
1: You'll love to see it, folks. A little
2: hip reference there for you.
1: <laughs> it was, uh... Thugs. No, I was just about to say, it was thugs, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm starting Sorry. the show with thugs. <laughs> you changing it out right now. I'm playing it right now. <laughs> sneaking in, sneaking it before six for me, would <laughs> you?
2: One of my favorites, actually.
1: Oh man. You know, do you ever have? I, mean, I actually, I know you do. You've talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. That moment where you walk into an inanimate object. Yeah. And you're so angry at yourself that you just wonder how in the blue hell. You are like an adult surviving <laughs> in this world.
2: I have to wonder, especially when it's like something structural in the house, I'm like you have lived here for a while, right? Yeah. You're spatially aware of what's around you.
1: I had a hell of a start to the morning and it's it started with just like, I need a doorway. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm talking it, the momentum.
2: Oh, sorry, you need it, like yeah. with your leg.
1: Yeah, yeah with my knee, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You
2: said it was like you were in desperate need of a doorway. No, I'm like, I, gotcha. need, a I need a doorway. I need a doorway. Like I'm like, you, you to need come outside. You need it to be wider?
1: No, sexually. You need it to be <laughs> available? Yes, available. That's what I need. Okay. But it was, it was so perfect. It wasn't even running. It was just like the stride. And the connection was so. St- if it was a human being, I didn't know. It would have it been a knockout of the night on a UFC yeah. card. Mm-hmm. Like, just connect to the jaw out cold. I I thought I woke my family. I think I shook the house. Kneecap straight to the doorframe. Oh, I was convinced I cracked my kneecap, man. Which
2: doorframe in that one of the bathrooms? or it
1: was, um, yeah, it was the bathroom upstairs.
2: Upstairs, yeah. And I just. I. It's an- I
1: I was stunned after, (laughs) stunned at how stupid I could possibly be. I thought for sure I'd woken up the whole family.
2: You might have. They might've just been polite.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, I d I I don't know. We've we've had they're some party nights. Our you, kids sleep pretty heavy.
2: They're used to you knocking stuff around the house and making noise in the morning, trying to get sandwiches ready and coffee yeah. brewed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, that's true. A knee to a door frame might have just been another another soap or rumble <laughs> Maybe.
1: Yeah. I, I it made me question everything within my life.
2: <laughs> well, like
1: everything.
2: You still made it here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You still
2: got a show to do. That's true, yeah. Is your knee sores a little bruised up?
1: It, yeah, I I think so. It is sore. Well, I was like, no, there's no ice there. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> um, I, there was something else that happened. I want to talk about that just after six o'clock because there's a banger that Ashley has thrown in the system for us.
2: We actually previewed it because we weren't that familiar with it.
1: I I am not. And last time I said I don't know a song. It was uh, Mr. Crowley, and we got ripped apart for that. Yeah. Um. So again, I was on a, I, I have not heard this song. Now this is quite morning.
2: on the Aussie level. No. Right, this is something a little bit different.
1: Mhm. Ashley's lined up some White Snake for us.
2: Every, not not here I go again or no, something no, like that. No. I, I a a, you. a deeper cut, if you will.
1: Yeah, and and prior to a few minutes ago, I did not know this song.
2: Yeah, you're like, "Oh, what is it?" We, we listened to me 30 seconds I'm like, "Kind of shreds,
1: man." Yeah. Look, Ash is a queen And sometimes we'll get a follower lead
2: We'll take her 80's metal knowledge over ours any day
1: So let's kick off this show With an Ashley choice for the banger Still of the night From White Snake It's a Soper and Brown show Good morning party people Let's go Yeah, I I have a thousand percent heard that song before, actually. Now that I Yeah. I didn't recognize the intro of it and then as it's happening, I was like, Oh yeah, no, that song absolutely rips. (laughs) I did like the person who said, obviously you guys haven't visited many strip clubs in the past. No,
2: that's that's probably fair. My strip club record is it's not it's not too high, man. Really,
1: if 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 anything, I'm sure we've heard it at a strip club, but we just probably didn't register what exactly it was. It all you know It's like a six minute
2: song too. That's the dance. It's a hell of a dance. you got to have some high spots, some low spots. <laughs> you get a blanket or a pool involved or something.
1: Text message says this song makes me want to drive a Camaro with the T-roof off having a dart. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Get after it. <laughs> Alright, uh, Ash, great choice. Love that one. Yeah. Dink of the day. We're going to go to Houston. This is such a guy story. Three men outside of a barber shop. Yep. Arguing about who won the foot race. What foot race? <laughs> well between between, between two them? men. Oh. That's right. Classic barbershop situation. Yeah. The men get into it and oh, I'm faster than you. No, I'm faster than you. Well, we gotta race for it. Okay. We're racing for I don't know.
2: Whatever. Pride. 40, 40 yard dash. Sure. Loser pace lose your pace of the haircuts. Let's go.
1: So they race. The race was close. Each man believed they were the ones that won the race. Neither was willing to get off their pedestal
2: <laughs> or race again.
1: The argument <laughs> went on for a month, of each man telling every the other patrons, uh, "I'm the one who won the race. no, I'm the one who won the race." You're right. Why don't you just run again? No. Instead, no. they must argue. Until one of them shot the other
2: (laughs) Over a foot race
1: Over a foot race
2: You're not paid athletes right This is just a pride thing
1: (laughs) This is a pride thing Uh, Altercation ensued Another person ended up getting shot Two people This person wasn't even involved in the foot race (laughs) Not even one of the racers Not one of the racers One of the racers got shot Another man got shot the man with the gun, firearm, not registered. Nope. Also, oh, he had cocaine on him at the time.
2: Yep. Should have had it on you for the race. You might have won. <laughs> wouldn't be in this position now, would you?
1: He's uh, now facing multiple charges. <laughs> uh, the uh, Both men are going to recover. Um, one was shot in the leg, and one was shot in the butt.
2: He'll never race again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and each man is still claiming to be the winner. We do not know.
2: Well, the oh, these nice. small beefs and the dinks of the day are both bigger
1: in Texas. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, Shark Week continuing to roll on. And Carl, <laughs> you were just telling me off air. You said, pal, that was one of the most bizarre episodes <laughs> from Shark Week I've seen yet.
2: Well, I always say I like the more scientific ones, and yeah. and this was that. I'll I'll give the I'll give the Shark Week guys that. Um, I watched a show yesterday that was uh, so, like shark mating and where they have their their pups is like a mystery. Nobody really knows. The ocean's pretty big. They haven't found them. Been looking for years. Haven't figured it out.
1: So they they lay eggs. That's what they do.
2: Yeah, they, they're like um, they're, it's kind of like a like a like a sack like a. A sack with a shark in it that comes out. Yeah, yeah, not eggs so much, but it's like it's a live birth. Okay. Um, But they haven't been able to really figure out where they where they lay them out. So, tiger sharks breed more than your typical shark, and they have larger uh, uh, like litters of pups. I guess I'm not exactly sure the term. Okay. So they went to South Carolina, which is. I think the third leading state in, in shark attacks, and they're trying to Jeez, kind of...
1: really? Yep. Yeah, yeah you
2: wouldn't it. expect it, right? So they found a pregnant tiger shark, were able to pull it alongside the boat, and put a tracker in the shark's uterus. Whoa, what? So that when she gave birth, said tracker also popped back out.
1: Oh, that's Yeah, man. That's and, a little invasive.
2: You know, in the most humane way possible, I'd say, but it's still a little much. How do you
1: How'd they yeah. do it?
2: With like well they you know a team of folks you pull it up alongside the boat, turned it over and with a you know, longer stick it found a spot, put it in. Oh. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Aggressively, penis. It was aggressive.
1: That's. Did they like? Do you sedate the shark or no?
2: Uh, they put the little tube in its mouth so it can still like breathe alongside the boat or whatever, and they turn it over because sharks get more docile when they're on their backs, and they and they pop it in. So they didn't drug the shark. No, no, they did not drug it. No, so
1: they captured the shark, flipped uh-huh. it upside down. That's correct. Inserted something into it, uh-huh. and then went yeah. Go back about your day. That's and it
2: and it did. Cruised right off. And then eventually, uh, birthed out its its litter and its tag.
1: And so did off they the,
2: off the South Carolina shore. They found it.
1: And so they did. They figure out what they like. Where do they do it?
2: Well, they have a, a rough idea, anyways, of why there might be an increase in attacks in that area, because yeah. there's families of sharks that are now hunting. It was only like two miles off the off the coast of South Carolina, so it might be why. That is. I also watched one where they search for a great white shark in South Africa, and his name's Fred. But it's Fred <laughs> with a P H.
1: What? That's the shark's name?
2: Yeah. Named after the scientist who found him, who's also named Fred with a P H. No. Yeah. You thought your Eric with an A was weird, yeah. or I did, anyways. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's shark Week so far. Has somebody just texted.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Lot
1: to process here. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Tr- it was really a lot to process. It was on. in
2: the name of science, but I did wonder if it was maybe going a tad far.
3: <laughs>
2: you <laughs> wonder? Fred. <laughs> CHTZ and
0: iHeart Radio station proudly serving Niagara and Hamilton, Southern Ontario's best rock. 97.7 hits FM.
1: Just tell me off air, you said, "Oh, the tracker wasn't that big for the shark. It's just the size of an egg." Yeah, that's bigger than I expected.
2: That's bigger than you expected. I thought you were going to
1: say, "Oh, okay. it's just like a it's like a SIM card or no, something."
2: No, it's like the size of an egg. So I had to float and then be able to be found in the Atlantic Ocean off of South Carolina. Yes. You know, that that didn't make it better for you. No, it made it worse. I mean, what they're trying to do is good, right? They're trying to protect the areas where the sharks are giving birth. Yeah, the people and the sharks, right? So, yeah, there's there's a conservation effort and they're also trying to protect people. But the way you got to get there is, you know, not the most humane.
1: Yeah. Text message here says, "Do you think that's what aliens do to us?
2: no i think they know where we give birth uh, <laughs> they have, do they
1: they know they have we, a rough idea they know that most of us go into these weird buildings yeah and then come out with more yeah. humans with, with more yeah yeah and then some some of us like stay in our homes and give birth into kiddie pools and stuff
2: <laughs> some of us get caught in the back of an uber yeah
1: yeah, yeah here we go yeah, exactly some of us get caught in the 407 things happen yeah i don't know I also, I do uh, want to give a quick shout-out to guys at Morning Boys. I did a Matt special last night after work, turned a 30-minute drive home from Grimsby to Niagara Falls into 45 minutes to crush two JBCs and a large Frosty. Wife has no idea, and I have absolutely no shame. Oh, yeah, you should like a boy.
2: Lar- I can say, though, yeah. a large Frosty, It's a lot of ice cream. Wendy's sizes, man. Yeah. Like the the medium frosty to me is about as much frosty as I'm able to consume.
1: I've had a large. It's not the and it, it, I will have it again. But mm-hmm. you are correct. Yeah. Their their large is large. Like the 99 cent
2: one that you can cruise by and grab in the summer is outstanding. It's 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 the right amount. The medium's a little more if you're if you're in a real ice cream hand cream, but the large is like a challenge.
1: I like to hit a medium. That's kind of yeah. what I like to hit. This, this, you're right. The small can be fine. Yeah. But I, I often am like wishing I had four more a, spoonfuls. A little of
2: more, frosty, yeah. Right. But not another like ten minutes of <laughs> frosty. time.
1: The large is it's it's hefty. There's no doubt about it. But speaking of things mm-hmm. that you
2: love to put in your mouth, uh, <laughs> you were, you told me something this morning. You said, "I'm gonna have to." I'm going to have to throw this away. You, you've got a personal item you're going to have to toss because you've been traumatized Dude. by something you put in your mouth involuntarily for once
1: we, this we, morning. We talk all the time on the show about how I have a weak stomach, and I, I've puked on the show five different times. Four. Four. Was it four? Four times. Well, the we'll, fifth, get to, we'll, we'll get to five. The no fifth worries. was this morning we'll at home, there. let me tell you. <laughs> I may never drink water again. Which Between
2: cracking water. your knee into the door frame and throwing up this morning, is anybody asleep in the Soper household? Do you, do you rouse the whole neighborhood?
1: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if anybody ever sleeps I'm in the house. surprised I didn't
2: see lights on.
1: Honestly, I don't know if anybody does. Let's talk a little bit more after Billy Talon on Hits FM.
2: Seven Hits FM. All
1: right, I'm Matt Soper. He's Carl Brown. You can text the show anytime, 977. 977. Uh... Oh man, this morning, Carl, hell of a mm-hmm. morning at Camp so Tough start. Hell of a morning. Cat did not get skonked, I'm happy to report. Nice, okay. So that would have been like the trifecta.
2: That one in the small wins category.
1: <laughs> but uh, do you, I think you have one as well. Uh, Back in February when uh, you donated blood and we did the whole dyeing the hair blonde situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, They gave us a couple of care packages from the Canadian Blood Clinic. Yep. And in them were a couple of really nice water bottles. They're like clear water bottles with the clear plastic straw, the reusable straw.
2: Yeah, my wife stole mine immediately, but yes, I do have one. Okay,
1: perfect. So I've kind of made that like my house water bottle that I just fill up and kind of carry around with me here and there, right? So, I get up this morning, and uh, wife and I split a bottle of wine last night as we were okay. sitting on the couch. So, I'm parched when I wake up. So, okay, yeah. I better crack back a whole bunch of water here to start the morning off. And I got to tell you, this, was, this is like nightmare fuel. And it's going to take me a while to drink anything from a straw again. Because I walk over... Grab the water bottle, go to suck it back, and pal, overnight, a goddamn spider crawled down the straw. <laughs> Ooh. I s- so, suck, I take a drink, yep. a long pull, mm-hmm. and I immediately, you, I mean, we've all been there, you feel something in your mouth that is foreign, that shouldn't yep. be there, and immediately just like into the sink. Oh. And I look down. Spider. And there's a spider. I'm I I want to vomit right now thinking about it. <laughs> I want you to just oh, imagine man. right now sucking a live spider into your mouth.
2: Was it live? I mean, it was in the bottle. Well, I guess maybe it was still in the straw, it could have been alive, yeah. It was alive. Yeah.
1: Cuz then I I squished it up real quick cuz oh. I was afraid that I'd injured it in some way shape or form. So I was like, I'll ah, put you out of your misery. I'm finishing the job." <laughs> dude. Whew. I I so I've got a water bottle here in studio but it's one of the, like the open the top things. Yeah. There's uh, no way a spider could have possibly got in there.
2: Are you checking it though?
1: I still am checking it.
2: Yeah, every time you go.
1: I, I'm checking my coffee cup this morning. Yeah. I'm looking in thinking oh not like
2: an <laughs> instant like PTSD from it. Yes. Every like you won't trust anything you drink for a couple of days.
1: I don't know if I'll be able to, man. I you're gonna
2: have to go if you go to if you go to Wendy's tonight. You're gonna have to put your uh, your Sprite into a into a clear cup where you can see. Go ahead and count through all the ice cubes. Make sure there's nothing foreign in there.
1: I have goosebumps right now just thinking back to it. Like, oh,
2: that's a tough outing. It's tough outing.
1: I'm gonna have to just immediately recycle that water bottle.
2: You don't think you can rescue that? You don't think you can take another pull from that straw without knowing? The whole thing's got to go?
1: Maybe. But in right now, in this moment in time, I don't think I can go back to the well.
2: I got to go donate blood in a couple of weeks. i see if I can get you another one.
1: Can you get, like, a non-straw one? Like,
2: <laughs> I'll ask around. I'm telling you, man.
1: <laughs> I feel like even if I went to Tim Hortons and, like, like, can I get an ice cap? Yeah. Just, I don't know if I'll be able to... Jesus. Like take take a drink without looking down the hole, like is there anything in there?
2: The ice cap straight from the cup with, with no straw. <laughs> Just oh, sipping away.
1: Dude <laughs> Like it it's I'm That's uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable thinking about it again.
2: So you need the door frame and spit out a spider before what? Like before four forty five this morning? Oh
1: dude, before four thirty.
2: Brutal. That's tough that's tough start. That's a tough start. Yeah, that's about that's, as, tough start.
1: that's about as tough as they go.
2: That's almost a, a turn it around and, and start over kind of day. Ooh. Well, recycle that. We'll see what I can do to get you a new one. Okay.
1: Yeah. If you could, that would be great. <laughs> and I'm just gonna maybe just cut off water for uh the next week.
2: Do uh do wa- does water help you if you get the
1: hiccups at all? Uh yeah, oh yeah, chug back a whole bunch of it, yeah.
2: Wonder if it would help somebody else. I got a little story for you here before six thirty. We get a hiccup story. I got a hiccup story for
1: you. Okay. All right. Let's yeah. take a break and Hang get tight. back on
0: the other side. The Sober and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM.
1: A lot of people are dropping down the uh, the whole myth of you know you eat spiders in your sleep. Yeah, I
2: don't think that like that yearly like four to eight spiders a year yeah. thing is thing. is that I don't think it's as accurate as we as it was proposed to be
1: because I have also heard that before yeah but I I always thought it was just a myth Uh,
2: according to uh, website here scientificamerican.com lucky for all of us the fact that people swallow eight spiders in their sleep a year uh, isn't nearly true not even close Mm. Uh, flies in the face of both spider and human biology which makes it unlikely that a spider would intentionally climb into your mouth so
1: yeah Couple of things here. One guy said uh, he sleeps with a CPAP mask on. Said fired up his machine last night. He could hear something bouncing around. Yeah. Ripped off his mask. It Wasn't a spider, but an earwig. Said he didn't <sighs> sleep the rest of the night. Man, I don't know if I could either.
2: I don't think so, man. Yeah.
1: Text message as well from a guy who thinks I'm a bit of a wimp for uh, being grossed out about sucking up a spider. For having a
2: spider in your mouth. Okay.
1: Sweet. I w- I want to invite him in the studio. Okay. Yeah. This guy I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to line up Eight cups This is totally okay With COVID by the way Totally okay I'm going to line up Eight cups And just have a little bit Of liquid in each And some random item In the bottom One of them will be Just a chunk of Timbit That'll be fine Oof. But even still I yeah. bet you when it hits your mouth not You're not going to like it. it You're not expecting it The second one Cigarette butt
2: Oh. The third one Spider The old, the old butt In the bottom of the yeah. can Oh it's a nasty surprise I guarantee you The worst kind of party favor. It
1: it doesn't matter what you, if you suck up something foreign through a straw, your first reaction is get it out of my mouth. Spit it out. I assure you. Yeah. And then when it's a live spider, I assure you, you're not going to enjoy it. So I'm inviting that guy in studio to do this.
2: So getting some uh, hiccup cures being offered to us here. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. So what 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 is this? Uh, you, you said to me a few minutes ago, you said, I've got a uh, hiccup story. Is this yeah, about you? or? Yeah,
2: no, it's not about me. It's about, a, it's about a world leader, a president, in fact. And uh, let's, uh, if you will, hop in the plane with me and we'll travel to Brazil. Mm. As their president, uh, Jair Bolsonaro, went into a medical facility in Brazil yesterday. Uh, said he was uh, feeling well, but he had the hiccups. For
1: 10 days. Hold on. Is this him? Tonight on Eye on Springfield, we meet a man who's been hiccuping for 45 years. Kill me. Kill me.
0: Kill me. (laughs) Is that him?
2: It could be. It could be. Um, He's uh, had the hiccups for 10 straight days. Uh, This guy has spent a good portion of his presidency being photographed in a hospital bed. There are collages on Twitter. Uh, on July 7th, he told uh, a Brazilian radio station, I apologize for everyone listening. I've been hiccuping for five days. I have the hiccups 24 hours a day. following day, he did a Facebook Live session once again, apologized for being affected by the hiccups. Now, this is, you know, it's it's a terrible thing. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's very debilitating. It would have an effect on you mentally. The only reason I'm going to dunk on this guy is because he's um, he's taken a unique approach to uh, to disease control in Brazil, uh-huh. uh, including uh, stumping and saying that uh, all Brazilians should stop whining and act like a man. There's five hundred thirty five thousand dead <laughs> yeah. people in Brazil uh, due to COVID nineteen, and he's asked the country to stop whining. Turns out uh, that the hiccups might be caused by an intestinal blockage, or A giant poop. He's got a big poop? He's got a big poop, and they might have to remove it. (laughs) I have to go in and take it out. I'd say to you, Mr. Bolsonaro.
0: Someone smells stinky.
2: What are you doing taking up a hospital bed? Yeah? Go home and pass that thing. Should man up? Stop hiccuping. Got a man up? Stop whining. (laughs) Swallow a couple spiders and get back out in the campaign trail. Your numbers are sagging, bro. Hold on. Come on, macho man. Get out there. Big poops. Oh
1: yeah! Can give you hiccups? Is Give that this a guy thing?
2: He's the world's sickest man. <laughs>
1: I didn't even know that was a thing.
2: I don't know. That's that's what they that's what they attracted to. So whether that's what's causing the hiccups or he just also happens to have an intestinal blockage and ten plus days of hiccups, yeah, they may be connected. He may just be ins- incredibly sick. But either way, <laughs> get out of that bed, up on two feet, back to your radio hits. Quit whining. Come on, tough guy. Oh
1: my God.
2: Door swings both ways, asshole.
1: I'm still stuck on the whole big poop and hiccup thing. Get home, push it out. (laughs) Come on.
2: little labor never hurt anybody. The Sober and Brown Show.
1: Text messages came in. They said, great, now I have the hiccups. Oh, no.
2: Are they contagious? Try and distract yourself. It's a mental thing.
1: (laughs) True. I'll distract you with this. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? Bro, no, I will not do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977, 977, text the show. You can call us two nine zero five six eight eight nine seven nine seven. Carl, you stepped out of the room, not for this, but I wrote down a whole bunch. And I'll okay. start with uh, a person said, What is the song you play on the station if you do have to take a poop?
2: Uh, we've got a few. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Freebird's in there, that's a long one. Yeah. Uh, what is the, there's a Black Sabbath one that's quite long.
1: It's, is it Iron Man? No, I well, Iron like Man's no, long, but War Pigs,
2: War Pigs. War Pigs is long. Yeah, War Pigs is up there.
1: War Pigs, Free Bird, and Metallica's one.
2: Yeah, also pretty long. Yeah. So
1: those would be the, the three typical poop songs. Yeah
2: the one thing i didn't miss during the week off is uh is pooping with a stopwatch in
1: front of me oh it's yeah it's it's never fun you want to take your time right (laughs) you you do like to take your time the rush poop it just yeah yeah, i agree with you uh this question's for carl just started shaving my head what type of razor is the best type of razor to get the closest shave
2: hmm you know what that's a good one to crowdsource because i i use like what's in the house i've got like a you don't have uh, a
1: dedicated ra- like head no, razor? I have
2: I have got uh, like a like a chic one that I use that's got like the changeable blades or whatever. That works pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I use like there's a one that Chelsea uses to shave her legs. I've used that a few times. Mm. It works also pretty good.
1: So whatever's near you're not you're not the guy to ask. Then whatever's near you're don't using. have a don't have a brand loyalty thing when it comes to razors. Mm. I
2: would like to start going. I'd love to get like a hot shave booked, like a rolling appointment every two weeks, so yeah. I could just go in and have somebody else do it. Mm. That would be lovely. I would like that. Two week windows usually pretty good.
1: Trucking Chris here. If you had nuts on your chin, do you think you would scratch your chin more often?
2: No, but I don't know what I would <laughs> now that I have the beard, I've become like the beard stroke guy, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of totally. absent mindedly totally, and that would uh. I don't think that would be appropriate anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, trying to
2: think trying to think about something and just like holding on to the nuts on your chin.
1: If we all had nuts in our chin, I think everybody would be a beard person, right? I guess so. You'd yeah. be trying to hide it, I think, as best you possibly could. <laughs> um, where are we? Oh, when I was about eight years old, I was playing in my backyard and I fell into one of the basement windowsills. You know, the ones that are a couple feet down? Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure the proper name. Jumped down without hesitation. Uh, I guess I was a little out of breath. And I swallowed a spider as soon as I uh, went in. Yeah. Immediately spat it out. Sometimes it helps to be young. I'm still <laughs> able to drink through straws and jump okay. in the holes. All right. <laughs> Good. Uh, if it was discovered that one animal species had actually been aliens that have been spying on Earth this entire time, what species would you expect it to be?
2: Oh. I, mean, I think it would be. I think it'd be something that blends in. I think it'd be cats. Yeah,
1: it's got to be cats, right?
2: Yeah, cats. Yeah, it's fair. They Mice. like
1: to sit up high. They kind of like to just assess the situation. They're mm-hmm. they're pricks every once in a while. Sometimes,
2: yes. Right. Yeah, it wouldn't be something like everybody'd be like, oh, it'd be like a giraffe because giraffes look funny and they're put here by somebody else. No, you don't see enough. I think giraffes. it would be. Yeah, it'd be something super common that is on every continent, like a rat.
1: Is there a chance it's dogs? No. And the dogs are so, they're so great and loyal and happy because that they're doing the work. No way. No way. No way. You don't want to believe it. I won't believe it. You won't. You flat straight, out won't. I straight up won't. You will not be.
2: No. Uh, I will not. I will not entertain Deceived
1: this. by Walter. Nope. You, Absolutely not. You find out Walter double crossed you. <laughs> What's what son? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cats. Cats is the most All likely right. answer to me. You go. Uh, last one. What's a movie quote that would be highly inappropriate to say during sex? <laughs>
2: there's so many.
1: Yeah, there's a lot.
2: <laughs> Let me go. I'll go, Planet of the Apes. Take your stinking paws off me, you
1: damn dirty ape. <laughs> I was going to go Terminator and do the come with me if you want to live.
2: <laughs> that's not That's not too bad. That's, Say hello to my little friend.
1: Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Except I'm, he's actually little. <laughs> 977-977. You can text the show. I'm sure we'll get some good ones.
2: Sober and Brown.
0: 97.7 Hits FM. 706.
1: A lot of uh, movie quotes are still floating in here.
2: Yeah, what was the question at open mic there? It came in right at the end, and yeah. we didn't get time to dwell on it.
1: What is a movie quote that would be highly inappropriate to say during sex? Right. And we, we knew there was going to be a time coming in. <laughs>
2: yeah, we uh, we gave a couple of ours. Yeah. I thought the Say Hello to My Little Friend was pretty good, and that one's coming as well. Yeah. Um, uh, come with me if the... you want
1: to live. <laughs>
2: Although, maybe good. if
1: you said it in a funny way...
2: As in, like, come with me and you yeah. want to live?
1: Like, like, I, you truly,
2: ha- like, truly live, you know?
1: Yeah, you'd have to be a certain, like, you'd have to have a certain personality for that to work. Yeah, I think right? so. I think so. Um, what about, this is one that somebody said, and again, this is where I think a very select few of peop- people could actually pull this off. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> like, I'm sure there is tons of people in the world that have attempted that as a pickup line.
2: Oof. We're not talking about a pickup line here. Yeah. We're talking something you can utter in the middle uh, of the act.
1: Absolutely. I'm just I'm saying in a broader scope. I think there's like <laughs> two maybe even two is a bit high. There are yeah. people I think who have successfully pu- could successfully pull it off.
2: Oof, man, you better have a lot going for you.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's what exactly what I'm getting at. It's the same <laughs> thing with top? the with the whole Joey uh, from Friends, with his "How you doing?"
2: Uh, yeah, sure. Right. It was a it was a bit for a while.
1: It probably yeah. worked for like five percent of people, but for ninety five percent of people, it bombed hard.
2: Absolutely no. Right. Oh, top Gun. It bombed hard. Top heart. Gun. I feel the need, the need, for speed.
1: She's <laughs> like please no, no. <laughs> I, like, again. I liked I uh, liked from Babe. That'll do, pig. Ooh, boy. If you get away, now, if you get away
2: with that one, yeah. if you get away with that one, that is that is truly something. I'm like a porpoise. Uh, <laughs> you don't use that either. <laughs> you go league of their own. Are
1: you crying?
2: <laughs> There's no crying in baseball.
1: Uh, hey, I want to um, I want to throw a story your way in a few minutes. We We haven't done this in a little bit. I want to do a round of Dink move or power move. Okay. Um, okay. Let's talk fireworks. Tis let's, the season. Let's or a little see. just
2: after the season, I guess. Yeah,
1: Let's see which side you, you you sit on here. We'll we'll discuss after the pumpkins on Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. It's 977 Hits FM. Uh, we're about 10 minutes away from the machine, and I do want to give you a quick heads up that there is a text-to-landline oh, okay. message in there. I feel like it's been a bit
2: since we've had a text-to-landline yeah. classic. We've been... You know, horns and music and jokes and whatever else you
1: haven't had a good text landline in a bit it uh, it's it's so good mm-hmm. that the person actually called and <laughs> gave me instructions
2: on how to piece it together
1: for something they wanted during it. Wow. it's it's a good message. so okay. I, I got that. less than ten minutes from now, we'll get to that. Uh, first though, I want to go to Florida really quickly. Course, uh, you said it's fireworks season, or you know, technically, I guess, just after fireworks season.
2: Yeah, we're a little past, uh, you know, Canada Day and July 4th, yeah, but yeah. uh, you know, summertime, there's yeah, you'll see. August them, right? long weekend or something coming up,
1: right? You'll see lots of them. Well, let's do a quick dink mover power move situation. There's one man who uh hates fireworks, not a fan of them, said it keeps his family up, his dogs go crazy. Yep. So he asked his neighbors, Hey. If you're gonna light off fireworks, you think you could not do it in the neighborhood. Maybe a bit too much to ask of your neighbors, but you
2: take it to a park or yeah, something or, I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
1: maybe maybe a bit too much. Neighbors yeah. can do what they want. But I don't know, I guess throw it out there and hope for the best. Yep. Well the neighbors they didn't care. Okay. July fourth set off all sorts of fireworks. Yeah. So this man decided, okay, it's time for me to exact some revenge. What do you think he did to try to get back at these neighbors, Carl Brown?
2: They're big fireworks fanatics—they sound like maybe not the most, uh, you know, sensitive people when it comes to the needs of the guys next door. Mm. I'm trying to think here. Do they have a? They have a pool. Maybe he tossed something in a. A lot of people in Florida have pools. Maybe he threw. Uh, I'm gonna say, a bag of dog poop in the pool.
1: Dog poop in the pool.
2: Yeah, maybe a week's worth of collection.
1: Ruin people's pools.
2: Yeah. Gotta get a pool guy to come out, disinfect it, That's let cr- to drain it. That's a pain in the ass.
1: That's creative. I like yeah. that. That's a creative guess.
2: You folks can keep that one.
1: Not where I thought that was going. Okay. And not even close. Oh. Well. This man in Florida decided, all right, you're going to keep me up all night? <laughs> all right, Darren. So, <laughs> Darren, Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry to keep you up. He stood on his front porch and all night yeah. screamed at the top of his lungs, calling himself a human firework. Said if you're gonna light him off all night, then I'm gonna stand here and scream and see how you like it. All night. Just screamed at the top of his lungs. Wow.
2: That is If I got somebody If I had somebody do that I would think to myself We cracked him We have absolutely cracked him
1: Yeah that's an insane thing to do right If
2: you're the other neighbor with the fireworks You have won You have absolutely won this battle You've infiltrated his brain The man is Yeah you talk about rent free The man is standing on his porch Screaming into the night in an attempt to, like, I don't know, keep you awake, I guess. But if you're in a neighborhood, other people are seeing you do this as well. Yeah. And you're now the guy howling at the moon at 2 a.m. on a Florida <laughs> night, which maybe isn't even that newsworthy, depending on where this is. Yeah. But you've cracked them.
1: It's a good point.
2: And that is a last resort act of a desperate man.
1: That's a good point.
2: <laughs> I would have done the dog poop idea. Yeah. <laughs> Really, I
1: mean. So,
2: so how long did he last out there?
1: He he was out. He was out there for like I think three, four hours, just is, is screaming. Cops come or anything? Well, yeah. I was going to get to that really quickly. Okay. Um, are you gonna? Is this a dink move or a power move?
2: Uh, I don't even know if it's either. Yeah, it's a, It's so. It, it's so desperate. It's it's kind of sad, yeah. isn't it?
1: You oh, It's definitely. a little sad. Definitely.
2: It's definitely not a power move. I'm not going power move, but I don't know if I can call him a dink. I just think he's a broken man.
1: <laughs> uh, cop showed up and he was arrested.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I, it's, it's a little towards the dink side, but it's really just a desperate, sad man screaming on his porch in a
1: Florida night.
0: Matt Sober, Carl Brown. The Silver and Brown
1: Show. Somebody uh, just texted and said Front Porch Screaming is an <laughs> album title of which band?
2: Let's give me a number here between uh, 1 and 120. 82. First album from Sweaty Delays. Ooh. Front Porch Screaming.
1: <laughs> they always work so well, don't they? They do. That's great. All right, let's do this. 905 682-9797 you call that machine anytime
2: Machine on hits FM brought to you by Kenny Upol and their new location 17 C Park Drive in St. Catharines.
1: We got a few horns on the machine yesterday. Yeah, to be expected. Including one that we dubbed the alien horn. Yeah,
2: there was one that sounded Very bizarre.
1: Here here it was if you missed it.
2: Just like a really high frequency, like the phone couldn't process
1: it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like a ray gun almost. Well, the guy called back. Okay. So that sound was
0: a truck horn. Oh. I'm surprised it didn't come through there. I blasted it really loud, too. I'll redo it again tonight, and I'll send it in to you, and I guess you'll know it's me. This is Wade.
1: So. Okay. He did follow up again. Here is the alien horn from yesterday. Very very weird. Here's his follow-up.
0: All right, it's a guy with the weird horn from yesterday, wait. I don't know, something. My phone must have canceled it out, so we'll try it again. Oh, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you, Wade. How are you now?
1: That's pretty good. I, that came through better. I came through better. And uh, I did yeah. like his. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. The- yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the-, the added accoutrement, if you will. Uh, uh, really made that. that. That was quite good.
1: That was much better. Much that guy, better that guy gets it. Yeah, he totally does. Atta boy, Wade. Thanks for the follow up, pal. Um, okay, we talked yesterday. Somebody asked the question said, who is a ghost you would hate to be haunted by?
2: Oh uh, Yeah, it was a uh, question for open mic, I think around the nine o'clock spot. Yep. All right. Do you remember your answer? Uh, we said anybody who would be, like, just, like, really needy. I don't mind getting, like, a once-a-year scare, but like we said, like, anybody with an annoying voice, like Bobcat Goldthwaite or, like, Gilbert Godfrey would be terrible. Mm. It'd be awful.
0: Hello. Yes, this message is from Matthew Brown and Carl Sofa. What do you mean you don't want us to be your ghost? Gilbert yes. Godfrey was a great man. He's still alive, I'm sure. I mean... He played Iago. He read Fifty Shades of Grey. You've made him so ticked off, he's molting.
2: <laughs> pretty good. It
0: was pretty good. Yeah, pretty I good. it.
1: I, it. Take I. I stand by my answer, though. Yeah, I still do as well. Yeah. Uh, been talking a lot about farts. I'm trying to send a fart across Canada. <laughs> Got a call about it.
0: Boys, I'm volunteering to drive this fart. Cost me a couple bucks for gas money, and I'm your man. Let me know, boys. Cheers.
1: It's good to have a backup plan. Yeah? I'd like to do this, you know, sans money. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. My hope is we can get a convoy of truckers.
2: We're hoping to find people who are already getting paid to drive for a living. Yeah, That would Uh, be the idea, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The
1: the least we have to spend on this, the better. Mm Mm-hmm. And because I also think that's half the fun is it being passed along the country. Right. I think that is the ridiculousness of the whole thing.
2: Yeah. Versus the like shelling out, you know, cash for mm-hmm. gas out of mm-hmm. our own funds. Yeah. Just to send a fart across the country. I want many people to touch this fart. I spend money on some stupid things, but
1: <laughs> this is not going to be one of No, them. absolutely not. So I've this, <laughs> yeah. this is going to be like a game of telephones. Yeah. We pass it along.
2: We want a hands across the country mm-hmm. kind of operation. That's here. right.
1: But I do appreciate the offer. Thank you. Now, let's do this.
2: Hey, guys. Yeah, last night, I stayed up the whole night looking for the sun.
0: And then it dawned on me.
2: <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Five and a half.
1: Five and a half? Okay. Five and a half
2: out of ten. That's Solid. Good.
1: Back-to-back days. Mm-hmm. Pretty decent jokes.
2: Not bad. Good delivery. A pretty it dawned decent jokes.
1: Not bad. Uh, okay, how about a guy who's looking for some help?
0: I was told that this, is the technical support line for southern Ontario. I was trying to watch Christmas theme when it started to buffer and that was about four hours ago and I'm still rock hard. I don't know how much longer I can hold on to this boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What was he trying to watch? Christmas videos. Christmas Get
2: some going. Tech support line for Southern Ontario, not Southern Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> As Wilson Phillips said, you're going to have to hold on for one more day.
1: Oh, oh, oh. You like that? Six and a half out of ten. Nice. Okay, <laughs> let's finish with a text to landline. All right. Again, they called me before. Yeah. yeah. I had to piece the whole thing together. They gave okay. me instructions, <laughs> ways they wanted me to play it. There's a pamphlet that came in the mail. Well, here you go.
0: It's the big moment we've all been waiting for. Mm -hmm. Carl is about to finally ask the question. But, will it work? He knocks on Matt's door. Matt is surprised. Why are you here, Carl, says Matt. Carl says I'm here to finally ask Dakota to marry me. (laughs) Matt doesn't know what to say. He is shocked. Then out of nowhere, Oh, my God, it's Walter's music.
2: <laughs> this is the instructional part. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he comes flying in and swoops up to Coda in his arms. She's mine, bitch. Carl cries. <laughs> the
2: end. Wow. Even her dog's got drama. <laughs> what Walt and I don't know is she is deeply committed to the Clifford the big red dog that lives in your living room. That's right. She's a taken dog already. <laughs> I warned you when the trailers came out to say if that's on TV you're going to have to turn it off before the dog sees it. <laughs> you can take it to see that landmark.
1: I him
0: Smug-
2: Smuggling Dakota. I'm gonna have to. We're the horniest dog in the world.
1: <laughs> he loves
0: some,
2: Clifford.
1: Is something foaming from inside your jacket? <laughs> Absolutely not. 905 682 9797. You call that machine anytime. The
0: Silver and Brown Show. 977 hits FM.
1: To answer all the text messages coming in, yes, we did add the Carl Dakota. Walter Love Triangle text <laughs> to the Machines list.
2: Yes. It is on the list for review mm-hmm. later in 2021.
1: That was quite the love triangle.
2: That was something.
1: I, let me say this. I respect the hell out of a Hits Nation member that puts in the work and then believes in their work so much that they're like, hey, yeah. this is what I was thinking. Can you help me execute it?
2: <laughs> Conceptualize. I'll
1: do that all day.
2: Absolutely. Tell
1: me how you want me to play we'll it. We'll put
2: the work in if you put the work oh, in. God, we'll meet you it. halfway on that every
1: time. That was great stuff. Um, all right. It's been a little bit since we've done this. And frankly, I'm upset it's taken us so long to circle back. Sometimes you
2: got to wait uh, for the right story. That's true. I, I think I've got it here. And it's something I want to share with Hits Nation. I want to share it with you. It's time for Carl Brown the Science Guy. Carl Brown the Science Guy. Carl Brown the Science Guy. Carl Carl, 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 Carl Brown the Science Guy.
1: Easily the best intro we've just ever big had. In this thrust show. energy. Oh! Can't help but thrust. Oh, it's the best. Alright, what do you got for us, Carl Brown the Science Guy? I'm gonna tell you something. and I don't want you to panic. Oh god. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> All right.
2: The uh, the moon is wobbling.
1: What? <laughs>
2: and the moon's wobbling.
1: What do you mean the moon's wobbling? I'm
2: talking about a moon wobble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: moon
2: wider than a no other way to say it. A slight alteration to the moon's orbit. A wobble, if you will has raised some eyebrows and questions what? about what effect such a slight jiggle might have here on Earth.
1: <laughs> wobble, wobble. First of all, <laughs> you used the term jiggle and didn't let me get Will Smith getting jiggy with it lined up? Sorry, pal. What the hell are we Couldn't even doing you here? not the whole story. <laughs> what the hell are we even doing here?
2: Uh, there's a study <laughs> going on right now. Uh, scientists have suggested by the 2030s, the slight wobble... In the moon's orbit will have a significant effect on the moon's gravitational pull, and it will impact coastal cities around the world that may see a drastic increase in flooding oh. due to extremely high tides.
1: Oh, God.
2: Yeah. It's actually more troubling than just, uh, <laughs> it's oh. not the moon twerking. It's, it's uh, <laughs> this, is, this is an issue.
0: Mmm. <laughs>
1: It's not the moon twerking. <laughs>
2: uh, apparently, this was first discovered in 1728, but sea uh, levels were apparently more manageable, you know, 300 years ago. So,
1: so it's just, it's it, you know when you see it's a tire a little,
2: yeah, kind of yeah. off on a car? Mm-hmm, yeah, one little nut, maybe a little loose, giving it, you a little, mm, little looks, wobble. Yeah. It's like that? It's like that, yeah. Just a little bit of alteration, and within 10 years or so, it may have an effect on the tides on Earth. So your high tides might be a little higher. It may affect some of the uh, the cities that are coastal. It may affect properties that are inland. And uh, generally, it's a, it's a little worrisome. But they're aware of it. They are studying it. So when it does happen, they'll be, well, able to refer to their studies and go, oh, yeah, we knew this was coming.
1: I'm going to need somebody within the rap genre or pop genre or like a, like a pit bull or a flow yep. rider or something yep. i gonna need them to work in the lyrics she's twerking like the moon <laughs> okay
2: got that wobble like the moon <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Wobble. well it's been another edition of Carl Brown the Science Guy Carl Brown the Science Guy
0: oh Brown the science guy. Call, 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 call around the science sky the silver and brown show on 977 hits fm Hits fm headlines with shelby Knox.
1: all right shelby we are how, how close are we to the olympics officially kicking off i mean we're weeks away right i think it's the 23rd i think we're like 8 days out are we not oh, Somewhere yeah. close yeah. to that
3: Yeah, Yeah. July 23rd is when it will start. And it will start. (laughs) it's starting. It's starting, but without fans. Yeah,
2: whether we or Tokyo (laughs) likes it or not, the IOC says we're starting.
3: Yes, yes. But this is coming as Tokyo right now is reporting a six-month high in COVID-19 cases. So not exactly the start they were hoping for. This surge in cases has been slowly sort of growing over the last little while. And the most serious cases they're seeing the increase here is people fifty and younger who are largely unvaccinated, so it brings new concerns as we're getting ready to start with the Olympics. The torch is just finishing its final go to the cauldron, and people are getting excited. oh, it's the Olympics are coming up, but it's yeah. very much tainted by hey, Tokyo is not doing so well right now
2: the uh, The cauldron itself where the torch will uh, be delivered to, by the sounds of it's either going to stay unlit or hidden to discourage the public from gathering around it. Yeah. Doesn't quite capture the vibe, does it? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do you hide
3: that?
2: (laughs) I don't know. Giant, like, walls, barricade. I don't know. Apparently they want to hide it.
3: It's bizarre that while Tokyo is really suffering, we're still sort of, oh, yeah, the Olympics, let's get excited. No, Tokyo is in a really <laughs> bad place right now. Is this the time?
2: <laughs> the IOC as an organization in general sometimes makes it hard to get excited about the Olympics. I mm-hmm. say the worst part about the Olympics is sometimes the Olympics. It's the stories and the athletes that, that get you engaged. But the people who, who run and make the demands in this organization, are uh, they're, they're, they, they make UEFA look like amateurs, right? So it's, um, it's something and it's going to happen. And yeah. we're going to watch some of it, I suppose. It's going to happen, despite
3: the fact that Tokyo is under a state of emergency. Until the twenty-second,
2: the opening and closing ceremonies, which will be elaborate, I'm sure, in a stadium of no one, is going to be something.
1: Do they dub um, in crowd noise? Do you think for the TV broadcast?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they might. I hope not, but they might. They yeah.
2: might. They might sweeten the audience noise yeah. due to the fact that there's no audience at all
3: yeah i noticed uh during some of the premier league games it definitely felt like there was canned noise because you oh, kept yeah. hearing yeah. the same sort of swell and I'm like just stop yeah. it but then i realized they had to do it so that we couldn't hear the players yes <laughs> oh for <laughs> sure mics.
1: for sure hey uh quick update uh on vaccines uh in hamilton
3: Mm -hmm. Yes, so in Hamilton, starting today, anyone 12 or older who wants a second dose of a COVID-19 vaccine can go to the First Ontario Centre for walk-ins. There are going to be walk-ins at the First Ontario Centre in Hamilton starting today. So if you need that second dose, go ahead, take advantage of that. Also here in St. Catharines, the walk-in appointments are open again at the Seymour Hannah Centre. So if you need your dose... You've got options. You can either book an appointment, you can move your appointment forward, or there are walk-ins for second doses available now.
1: And speaking of the pandemic, I'm sure everybody remembers at the very beginning of this thing, the first thing we all binged was Tiger King on Netflix. Well, the man, uh, Joe Exotic, who was put behind bars, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, did he just get his sentence reduced?
3: Uh, shorter sentence, yes, for Joe Exotic. So Denver's okay. 10th Circuit Appeals Court ruled yesterday that the trial court had wrongly calculated oh. the advisory sentencing range for him. And he was sentenced originally to 22 years behind bars. So we're going to have to look at, OK, what should he actually be getting here? Uh, he was convicted of violating violating federal wildlife laws and a failed murder for hire plot. But his Hmm. lawyers say that he plans to file motions revealing new evidence in the case. So I suppose we shall see. What did he get it (laughs) lowered to? They're still working on the details of that. Oh, okay, okay.
1: I was like, is this like uh, getting it lowered to like a one-year, two-year type situation? No. no, like from 22 years to like 18 years. Oh,
2: okay, okay. I think yeah. something more in that, in that window.
1: Oh, gotcha, okay. He's
2: not going to see the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.
1: 8.07 Thursday morning. I'm Matt Soper. He is Carl Brown. Uh, earlier in the show, Carl, you were telling us about the Brazilian president who was yeah. rushed to the hospital because he's had the hiccups for ten days straight. Yeah, and turns out the reason why he had well, he's got poop blocking his intestines.
2: He has a massive, massive intestinal blockage. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jair Bolsonaro. We talked about him early this morning around six thirty. Uh, he's the president of Brazil and has been a very controversial uh, figure. Uh, very, very macho, very bootstraps. Stop complaining about this, uh, this illness, even though it's killed over half a million Brazilians. His, his instructions to the country were, stop whining and move on. So when you see a man go to the hospital because he's had the hiccups for 10 days it makes and he hasn't shown a lot of empathy, ain't no reason to direct any of his way. Uh, a little update on that. Again, yeah. as we said, the hiccups for 10 days uh, was caused by uh, an intestinal blockage, a and, blockage of the colon.
1: And the again, large intestine. this is the quick, um, this was uh, the news in Brazil.
3: Tonight on I on Springfield, we meet a man who's been hiccuping for 45 years.
0: <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> Kill me. Kill
2: me. All right. <laughs> Whenever you play the clip, the only thing that happens is I get the Ion Springfield riff <laughs> stuck in my head for several <laughs> hours. I swear I just got it out of there. Uh, okay. uh, a little, uh, just a little uh, update here uh, from the news. Uh, due to the uh, blockage, uh, and he's getting prepared for surgery, I have to remove a portion of his large intestine, um, they have to get some of the poop out of the way first. Yeah, okay. And it uh, it can't go south. And if you can't go south, well, sometimes you got to head north. And we get questions posed to us all the time, you know, from Will or Celine during open mic about, you know, would you rather, you know, breathe through your ass or pee out your nose? Yeah, they got to pull two pounds of poop out of this dude, and they're doing it through a nasal tube.
1: What? Poop out your nose? They're pulling the poop out. That's a long way to go. Why can't it come out the other end? <laughs> well, it's blocked. You can't ro- soften it up and. B-
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. I think they probably explored it though. The road's blocked. They're pulling poop out his nose? We're heading north. Two pounds of it? Ah, he's a tough guy, right? <laughs> Quit complaining. <laughs> You've been chest pounding? Whining? <laughs> ten days of hiccups. What's wrong with me, doctor? We're going to have to pull two pounds of poop out of your nose. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> that, if if you had just given me the base of the story, right? Yeah. You said he has hiccups for ten days. Why do you think? Yeah. I had never guessed it was a massive poop. It is. And then, if you just said, How are they going to get it out? I'd have never guessed they're pulling it out of his nose.
2: That's got to be really blocked.
1: This seems like, like, uh, you remember those mad libs? (laughs) Yes. Like, where you'd, like, give me an adjective, give me a verb. Like, this feels like one of those stories.
2: (laughs) The Brazilian president had blank for blank days. (laughs) The cause was blank, and they had to remove it through his blank.
1: Exactly, right? It's a mad libs thing, man. (laughs) Wow.
2: There you go, tough guy. All right, well. Bootstraps and all. Quit whining. Toughen up.
1: Get that poop out your nose. Finger 11 at 777 Hits FM, the Soper and Brown Show. One person said, can we back Matt up? in his intestine maybe that'll help him burp is that a possibility see if,
2: see if that'll cause you to burp
1: i'm willing to do it for science man no
2: no we're not we're not gonna try that one <laughs> we're gonna try that one we owe someone a breakfast apparently i said that uh, caused them to puke it up sorry about that <laughs> i did like we have, uh we have repaid a couple of coffees due to uh spit takes so yeah. maybe we owe a breakfast here
1: i i did like the person who said uh boys that uh that story had me absolutely gagging. Can you get me the moon wobble song quickly to get me out of my funk?
2: Moon wobble, why someone said I... <laughs> so maybe it's a really simple issue and the doctors are just doing this as a big F you. I hope so. I like that. Yeah, you know, what do you think, Doctor? Can we get it out with stool softener? Yes, we could. We could. But why?
1: We're taking it out as nose. <laughs> Incredible!
2: I do have an update for you on another story that we covered this week. Actually,
1: I was just about to say, mm-hmm. you yeah, something I, we covered on maybe Monday or Tuesday? I, I think so. I don't even. I, I said to you, I don't, I don't want the story yet. I want you to tell me mm-hmm. on air. But yeah. you know who did it? Yes. And how the Stanley Cup was dented? <laughs>
2: We posted a picture uh, two days ago. It's still up on the Facebook page there uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning during their boat parade. The Stanley Cup, like one side of the bowl that sits on top of the cup, totally flattened. Uh, figured out, uh, I got some details for you.
0: The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM.
1: All right, you can text the show anytime, nine-seven-seven nine-seven-seven. Uh, earlier this week, the picture started... Circulating on Twitter, Facebook Of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Stanley Cup That was Heavily dented
2: Yeah, In rough shape and ironically It has to be sent to Montreal To be repaired
1: You know I'm surprised this doesn't happen More often I think it I think it does to an extent.
2: Like you are giving, you know, 30 plus guys, you know, a day with the cup when you get through all the team employees and stuff like that. And we know there are multiples. The original stays in the Hall of Fame. There's the, you know, the parade cup yeah. and there's display Well, There's like I think there's 3 of them total yeah. in circulation. I think like little dings, dents, scratches and stuff happen probably pretty frequently, but to see one full side of the bowl like totally flattened It was crazy. A little more than you typically see every summer. You know, the bottom of Mary Olemy's pool and side of the road stuff. And I'm sure God knows what's been drank out of it or sniffed off of it or, you know.
1: Yeah, of course. (laughs) We immediately wondered well, what happened? What's the story? Who did it? Do you have those details?
2: Uh, Details are starting to emerge. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Before we get there. Yeah. There's a number of candidates on this team. They've been having a pretty good time for the last yeah, week. Yeah, they have. Whose fault do you think it was?
1: So immediately, I go to Nikita Kucherov, sure. who has been on an Ovechkin <laughs> level bender, right
2: a heater, if you will. Yeah, yeah. The,
1: the guy I, he just hasn't had a shirt on since they've won. Yeah. He's, he's a worthy candidate. He's been giving speeches pouring. Beer onto news network guys. He's so gone full Florida man. He really has. So yeah. if, if I had to guess, I would go Kucherov, and I would say he was getting off a boat, holding it in the air, slipped, and it dropped and hit the ground.
2: Well, with the slip and drop, you're on the uh, you're on the right you're on the right path here. Okay. But I'll tell you, Nikita Kucherov is not the target. Oh. and it might surprise you who is. Is it somebody who's won the cup for three years in a row? It's Pat Maroon? It's Big Rig himself, what? Pat Maroon.
0: Yeah, this, this is, is Pap- his
2: third year in a row. <laughs> he won with St. Louis and then both of these with Tampa Bay. This is his third cup parade and its first significant drop. Uh, story wow. says here, uh, so after the boat parade, I don't know if you saw, but they went to, uh, they had like a staging area kind of in a park somewhere. But as the boat parade wrapped up, as things are often to do in Tampa, a huge storm blew in and like torrential, torrential rain. Like, you know, when we get the rain here once in a while, and it seems like somebody took an X-Acto knife to a cloud and the water just dumps out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had rain like that in Tampa Bay. So apparently uh they're on the stage he went to lift it and he slipped and actually went backwards he fell over with the cup Phil Pritchard who's the cup keeper helped him to his feet and uh, he said, we looked down, and yeah, the cup was significantly dense. And he said, I also hurt my back pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> he said, people are saying we disrespected the cup, which is BS. Uh, if you had half a brain and saw the storm, you'd know it's wet outside. We weren't throwing the cup around. We didn't disrespect it. A complete accident, and we both got hurt. My back has been wrecked uh, for the last week. So that's what happened. It's nothing crazy. He just slipped in the rain with an already wet Stanley Cup. And uh, and it hit the ground significantly hard.
1: Well, it must have. Because, yeah, if you haven't yeah. seen the picture, Twitter, it's on our it Facebook. Is,
2: it is Patrick Maroon holding the cup in said picture as well. So yeah. we are wondering if he might be the culprit or if he was uh, holding it to pass off to somebody else, maybe as somebody who won it three times. But no. And you can see his T-shirt is, like, soaked all the way through. <laughs> so it is. The story probably checks out. Yeah. Probably checks out. But, yeah. I don't know if that's, that's going to take more than a little buffing
1: out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not like
2: somebody, somebody was like, you take it? a
1: rubber mallet and hammer it out. I was like, oh, I don't even know if that's going I guess work. so.
2: I don't know. I'm not a metal worker. Somebody <laughs> is, though, in <laughs> Montreal. And they're going to repair it and get it back out in the road for it's, everybody to get their day with it. But, yeah, that's the story. It was Big Rig himself, three-time cup winner, Whoa. Pat Maroon, slipping in the rain with the Stanley
1: Cup. I would be, I would be a wreck if I won the cup. I, <laughs> I would have like, I would
2: have picked I would have picked you to drop it. Absolutely. Yeah, oh I'd have no, been the no one question. of
1: the hits team. Oh yeah. Forge I go to put yeah. it up, bad leg gives out, yeah. down goes the cup.
2: Down goes Soper <laughs> back back to square one. I'm
1: on the L L I T R next season yeah. for the first <laughs> half of the season. Well, wow. incredible. Yeah, check out the picture again if you need to. It's over at the Facebook page. I like a text that just came in It said if mm-hmm. you could ask the Stanley Cup one yeah. question. Yeah. and get a real answer.
2: A real answer. What would you ask it? I would ask, what really happened at Marc Messier's hot tub parties back in the 80s?
0: Ooh.
2: <laughs> Who hoovered the most schneef off your chalice? <laughs> and which 80s Oilers wa- was it? <laughs> <laughs> the most what? schneef off your Who was chalice? It? <laughs> Who was it? Oh, man. <laughs> Grant Fuhrer? McSorley?
1: It was McSorley.
2: Who would Low Key be the one who wouldn't like who who would you be low key surprised by? Yari Curry?
1: Yeah, what I was just about to say. Kevin Lowe. Wow. Did you think Gretzky? <laughs> Gretzky
2: probably never did, right? No. Janet wouldn't let him do that. <laughs> Not till he moved to LA.
1: My, I was going for I was going for sex questions as well. You're going I, the sex route? Yeah. Well, there's there's no physical way. To use it, not like, really. To use it, use it. <laughs> but like, how many people I mean, have been put over gonna, top oh, of
2: it? I'm, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right?
1: <laughs> how many people have been over know. top of you? Yeah. And did they lay you down, or were I mean, they no, were to, you get, up? You or or lay it, it?
2: No, lay it down, and then they got to get over top with the yeah. Could do both. I guess. I guess. I'm thinking of one way in specific, <laughs> but yeah, how yeah, how many?
1: <laughs> I got many questions. All right, all right, uh, we do have to take a break. We got to get to uh, Carl versus the world in a few minutes. Uh, it's been a tough week. I mean, a hot start, but technically, record-wise, you're one and two, pal. I am one and two. Yeah, oh. on a trivia week of all things. So uh, if you want to battle Carl, we got a hundred dollars worth of vouchers to give away for the Lotto Max draw. Less than ten minutes, we'll play.
2: Now, now,
0: it's time. It's time for Carl versus
1: the world on 97.7 Hits FFM. All right, Carl Brown. Fun line's been a little screwy, so I'm hoping we're not going to uh, drop anybody here, but Kay. as of right now, you're going to be playing on behalf of Amy. Um, I don't know where Amy's from. Okay. could barely hear her, but she's sitting on hold, as far as I know. And you're going to be playing on behalf of her. And uh, looking to take you down and to put you at one in three on the week, It'd be a Which, bit
2: of a shock, wouldn't it? It's
1: typically unheard of when it comes to trivia. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, looking to do that to you from Toronto. We got Eric. Eric, good morning, buddy. How the heck are you doing today? Good morning. How are you? Fantastic, buddy. Yourself? I'm doing good. Doing good. Okay. What regular we got? Uh, morning. Right. We have a hundred dollars worth of vouchers to give you for the Lotto Max draw. First, you're gonna have to take down Carl. Have you played Carl in trivia before? No, he's always played for me. Ooh, this is your first time stepping up to the plate, huh? That is Okay, well, we correct. got three questions, all multiple choice. You'll have a shot no matter what. And we'll give you the chance to go first or second. What, uh, what do you want to do? I'll go first. He's going first. Okay. Carl slash Amy, you sit tight. And, Eric, let's start with what was the first original Netflix show? So the first show that was... Netflix's original Netflix show, is it a Orange is the New Black, b Narcos, c House of Cards?
0: Uh, Narcos.
1: It's incorrect. Man. Was it House of Cards? It was House of Cards. Mm. Yes, it was. No point though for the steal. No point for the steal. Just, That's just okay. Just a also,
2: Eric. Yeah. we need to know after your controversy yesterday, Soper. Yeah. How does Eric spell his name?
1: Ooh, good question, Eric. How do you spell? Oh, uh, E-R-I-C. Oh, it is an E-R-I-C. There we go. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Right. Good. I was really hoping just, it was an A. Just clearing something up. Next time, lie for me, okay, Eric? That'd be great. <laughs> uh, Carl. Yeah. Do you know the name Esther Blake? I do not. Esther Blake was the first woman to do what in 1948? 1948. Was she eight? the first woman to get hired by NASA? The first woman to enlist in the Air Force? Was she the first female cab driver in New York City?
2: Uh, I'm leaning towards NASA or the Air Force. Mm-hmm. I think NASA might have been established after 1948, so
1: I'm going to go with the Air Force. That is correct. Nice. Nice deducing. Nice work. Uh, are you a math guy, Eric? Sort of. Sort of. -hmm. (laughs) Uh, If Back to the Future was a Canadian movie, how fast would Doc Brown need to go to equalize the 88 (laughs) miles per hour to kilometers per hour in order to time travel? 88 miles per hour, would it be 141 kilometers per hour? 130 kilometers per hour? 151 kilometers per hour?
0: Oh, boy. I like good in convergence. (laughs) Uh,
1: 141, 130, 151. What do you want to do? uh, Third one. 151? Yeah. Carl, did you have a guess? 141. It is 141, (laughs) which means Uh uh, incorrect, (laughs) Eric. All right. Uh, Carl, get this correct. We got a clean sweep. Ready for it. Can you tell me, when was the first... YouTube video uploaded to their site the oh. very first youtube video okay was it april twenty third two thousand and three april twenty third two thousand and five or december twenty fifth two
2: thousand and five so it was, sorry it was o three and then two o five options mm mm-hmm. okay, so I think it's an o five I don't think it's two thousand and three mm. I don't think U2 was around until after I graduated, and I graduated in 03. So it's a pick now between April and December? That's right. April.
1: April 23rd, 2005? Sure. Two for two. That's a big win. Uh, Eric, it's just the way it goes sometimes, pal. Good game. I cannot beat the Carl. Oh, he was good. Hey, uh, <laughs> nice another to chance to play and win uh, tomorrow, anytime next week. You try us back, all right? No problem. Okay, appreciate you. it, pal. Thank you, man. Have a good morning. Well, let's mm-hmm. bring in the Amy. Amy, congratulations. Carl has got the big dub for you. Hey. Hey. Uh, Amy, well done. $100 worth of vouchers. Lotto six, or Lotto Max Shop, pardon me, just for sitting on hold. Not too shabby. Easiest money you ever <laughs> won. Amy, congrats. Stay on the line with us. We'll get your info off air, okay? Thank you very much.
0: Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass! Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party
1: line. <laughs> 977-977. You text the show anytime you can call us too. 905 9797 All this week, we're doing a round of Best Question. Carl?
2: Yeah, Best Question is going to get you and a plus one on mm. the guest list for Hits FM presents Bar Down Beer Fest. At Taps Brew House oh in Niagara Falls on September 4th. Live music, beer, you and I might even be there. Who knows? Chicken shoes for daddy. You might find them. Beer shoes. want to start out with a quick shout out here. Uh, you remember back when we were doing our, our small business bump in yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, April or May, whatever it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, of our, one of our businesses that we featured was a company called AC Liquidation, and they had a fire uh, last month or the month prior. And it's their grand reopening this weekend. And oh, nice. I just nice. want to give them a little shout out. EC Liquidation 387 Ontario Street. Uh, they have recovered from there, yeah. said fire and are ready for business. So I just want to give them a little shout out. Nice. Um, if you drop the soap on the floor, is the soap dirty or the floor clean? Uh, I'm going to say the soap needs a rinse.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because even if one, it. One sorry. little
2: spot on the floor doesn't mean the whole. You know, when the, when the floor is clean. It means the whole floor is being cleaned. You know what I mean? Well, and that, that spot is cleaner than it was.
1: Well, the soap hits. If there's a glob of soap there, it yeah. doesn't make it clean. It makes it incredibly messy. Actually, dangerous. Well, yeah, slippery. You ever seen like you know like you get the hand pump soap at a sink yeah. and like there's soap that's kind of all around the pump? Oh yeah. It doesn't look clean. No. It looks dirty. incredibly filthy.
2: Yeah, that soap yeah. needs a rinse. So
1: yeah, I, I could not agree more. Uh, Matt, would you ever let your kids get tattoos when they're older? Yeah, what the hell? Do what you want. Yeah, of course. Okay, first, yeah, first of all, I've got tons of tattoos, so that would be completely contradictory to <laughs> say they couldn't. And, and also, it's their life. Like, they can yeah. do who they want, see who they want, work, do what they want. Like, I'll advise and... Try to yep. help them through things. You am trying to make sure that they're in a good spot. They're yeah. getting it for
2: reasons that either make them happy or satisfied. Sure. Not just like a total impulse. Yeah, thing, I'll be like,
1: Mars, don't, yeah. you know, I would recommend you don't get that barbed wire tattoo on your arm because yeah. you're going to regret it. But yeah. if he really, really wants to double down, de- well, uh-huh. look, man. What are you going to do? You're 19, you make that decision. And when you're 26, I'm going to come back and say, I told you so. But do what you need to do. <laughs>
2: And where would you send them to get those tattoos, Matt?
1: Well, I would send them to Ace and Sword Tattoo Parlor in that's Burlington, my friend.
2: Definitely. That's who I'd recommend, too.
1: Yes. Proud <laughs> sponsors of the Soper and Brown Show. That's right. Uh, what's the worst place to get the runs? They said front row of a music festival or the start of a roller coaster. That was their thought.
2: I got to say, of those two, roller coaster.
1: Yeah, roller coaster—the jostling around. The right?
2: jostling—I've got to try and hold together there. Plus, get off said coaster. Plus, make my way through line, and then find a bathroom. Front row to music festival is tough, but I can work my way back. That like I don't know, I'm not gonna like I'm still gonna get jostled. The timing might be longer, but my chances of not filling my shorts I feel like are better at the festival.
1: So I would agree that roller coaster of those two is the worst. I was gonna say at a very important family dinner, but it's your significant other's family. Uh, it's not your family where you could look and go, "Hey, Dad, look, I gotta, yeah. go, I gotta take a boo." Yeah. Right? I'm talking like first time meeting of the significant others.
2: Ah, uh, and you got to go spend like a good like eight plus minutes.
1: Yeah, that would. Somewhere. That's the worst scenario in it's my mysterious. opinion. It's mysterious. Yeah, don't like bad. it. Um, sticking, uh, the toilet one, somebody yeah. said, would you rather have to use a public toilet when you have the runs okay, or have someone with the runs use your toilet?
2: You can have diarrhea at my house. It's okay.
1: You know, see. I'm going with, I'll do this. I'll do the store. I don't well, care. What am
2: I going to do? I don't, I don't have to go in there after you. I assume you're going to clean up after yourself. You're not an animal.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would. I have. So,
2: yeah. So what's the big deal?
1: I have had the runs and puked at your it's home. A, it's a toilet. It's I cleaned four. up both times. Yeah. But what I'm else st- do to use it for? I'm still going to use. I'm just going to use the store. No way. I'm using the other one because then I don't have diarrhea. You do. I've done it in the store before. I'll do it again. I have done it. I don't like it. <laughs> I'd rather have home field advantage for that. That's fair, yeah. yeah. Uh, two more. What, what will finally break the internet? <laughs>
2: Mother Russia.
1: Is it Russia? <laughs> it probably yeah. It I won't
2: mean, be. It won't be. It won't be a scandal. It'll be a, a designated hack, and you know, Big Daddy Bezos will lose a couple of bucks, and they'll shut her down for a couple of days. So, will it be Russia or Bezos then? It'll be a. It'll be a security exposure yeah. of some kind. That's what'll shut it down. Yeah, it'll yeah, be some kind, some kind of hack so sensitive that the only thing you can do is shut her down fully for a couple of days, rebuild your firewalls, and go back to it. Yeah, fair enough. It's not going to be. Kim Kardashian's ass or whatever like it's, just, <laughs> it's just not
1: it, last one if a new law was created where you would have to say a phrase at the end of every sentence yeah would you prefer it be in my pants or no I'm saying <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> so, so like for, for our job for example I would say I uh, you got your chance to win your way into the hits FM presents bar down beer fest. At Taps Brewhouse on September fourth. No I'm saying. Yeah. Or at Taps Brewhouse on September fourth in my pants. <laughs> 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 Tune into Soper and Brown for your chance to get on the guest list for you and a friend. All the details at hitsfm.com in my pants. <laughs> no <what> I'm saying. <laughs> Which one's worse? They're both pretty bad, man. Right? I'd be uh I mean, my career opportunities are pretty short. But I'm gonna go with no, I'm saying.
1: <laughs> no, I think no, I'm saying it's probably the lesser <laughs> of the two evils. Imagine
2: ending every break like that <laughs> two weeks in. These guys are intolerable.
1: Uh, well, first of all, which were, are we picking that? That's a pretty good one. It's a good question. What do you like? You like that one? Yeah, I like that. Okay, whoever you are, send us your information. And uh, you've got those passes, all right? Santa Monica Everclear, Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 no, hits. <laughs> in my pants.
2: <laughs> I am still living. That's
1: Aussie, 97.7 Hits FM. It's a soper and brown show at 9.40. You know, we were talking about The Office earlier this week.
2: Yeah, we were talking about the uh, the theme song came up, and he said it was almost not the theme for the show. Yeah, just the
1: regular kind of piano, you know, original thing they came up with.
2: So it was... Sorry. They almost used uh, an ELO song, right? Yeah. orchestra Light Orchestra? Yeah.
1: Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. They, they went as far as when they delivered the pilot to people, yeah. Mr. Blue Sky was actually playing over the opening credits. It's interesting, yeah. So that was kind of different. More news, though, is dropping about The Office. Yeah. As it was recently, uh, not announced, but put out there, that Michael Scott... The easily, you know, most popular character on the show.
2: Yeah, the central figure of the first, you know, five to six seasons of the show. Steve Carell's character, yeah.
1: It was almost not played by Steve Carell. Apparently it was almost played by James Gandolfini.
2: As in Tony
1: Soprano. Yeah. But HBO stepped in. Yeah. And paid him $3 million to turn down the role.
2: Apparently the NBC (laughs) offer to To come in and play, the Michael Scott character, was $4 million, and HBO said, we've got other projects we want you for, so here's $3 million to not do anything.
1: That alone is wild.
2: Hell of an offer. Yeah. $4 bucks to go to work, or I'll give you $3 million to just sit there and wait for the next project we have for
1: you. I mean, that's pretty good. Whew.
2: There's tougher gigs.
1: Now, g- putting that aside, Yeah. Could you imagine no. that show? <laughs> no, with James Gandolfini as Michael Scott. He
2: was I mean, he was a really talented actor, of but course. the like the, he just I don't know if he could do the confident, dry buffoonery. No the, like, way. The blinding self confidence that. The The, the cringe humor, right? Like the cringe humor. In terms of like like the sad clown stuff, sometimes that you'd see from like Michael Scott. Like, yeah, you do that, but man, I can't like. It's imagine him like like the relationship with Jan. Oh, like the like the dinner party uh, episode. Imagine James Gandolfini curling up on the little on the little footbed at the end of the bed, and his tiny little
1: flat screen. It's could uh, imagine? could you imagine him going snip snap, snip snap, no, snip snap? No, no, <laughs> it's well, I, I
2: sorry, there's no go. way. No, you go ahead, please. It's I've cut you off enough here.
1: The recency bias obviously, we know mm-hmm. what it looks like, so it's hard to imagine anybody else doing it. It's one of those
2: roles that was so defining for both guys. Oh, like I, I can't see. James Gandolfini As not Tony Soprano Like the line yeah. Is blurred so much there That I don't see him As anything else It's the same thing The other way and It's almost the same way The other way
1: But it, James Gandolfini Could have done like A one off on the show Right where when, he comes uh, in and he's so dry sure. that that's what's funny. You go, oh look, it's James Gandolfini, and you know nobody yeah. can break him, kind of a thing.
2: When Steve Carell left the show after it was season five, season six, whatever it season was. Season seven, I think it was. Seven, yeah. yeah, and then they, you know, when they went through like a few different bosses, like yeah. they had uh, they had Will Ferrell yeah. in there for a bit. They had Robert uh,
1: California.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he could have done one of those like multi episode runs where he was there for three or four episodes or something and then he you know strangles jim with a you know <laughs> piano wire <laughs> That way, I just don't just see wild it.
1: yeah it'll they, be something though It made the right call yeah quite obviously both parties all yeah. the parties involved made the right call and you got three million <laughs> bucks
2: for not going to work everybody's a winner that rules the silver and
0: brown show 97.7 Hits FM.
1: And I'm still so shook at the thought of James Gandolfini being Michael Scott on The Office.
2: Conference room now.
1: Right. Somebody, uh, you know, the, obviously the most famous line from the show. That's what she said. You drop an f-bomb in the middle of it. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like. <laughs>
2: There's no way. It's. There's no way. It.
1: It, it is legitimately blowing <laughs> my brain trying to picture it. <laughs> even like I did
2: a rewatch in like maybe May of last year. Yeah. And we went through the whole thing and there's some of the stuff even in the early seasons like some of the like the kind of like borderline sexual harassment stuff with yeah. like Phyllis. Trying to imagine James Gandolfini who just just in his stature appears like more aggressive. Yeah. So many of those bits would have been like it would have really bad. It just <laughs> <come off well. laughs> yes. Like carell has got a thing about him where he's like he's an idiot, and he's kind of bumbling and he's so confident in himself, but it doesn't really come off mean spirited because he's he's not a imposing man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could this, you imagine the Scott's Tots episode? <laughs> Scott's Tots with James Gandolfini right. in front of the classroom, saying he couldn't pay for it. It's a different episode. <laughs> well, thanks, dude. I don't think we make it I don't think we make it there.
1: I don't think we get there. We don't
2: get there. I think the show's gone after three seasons. I
1: don't even know if it makes it three.
2: Three million bucks not to come to work. That's
1: the best three million I ever spent.
2: Ooh, huh. Incredible. What did we learn today? Yeah, what did we learn?
1: Right, 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 right. <laughs> what did we learn on the show today, pal?
2: We learned that you had a poor start to the day. You yeah. managed to uh, knee the door frame of your, bas- uh, your bathroom. And was that before or after you spit out the spider that crawled into your night water?
1: That was before. The kneeing happened, then drinking a spider happened. And then spitting it out. I almost thought about just going back to bed, calling it quits. (laughs) That's best of clips today, folks. Plug them in. See ya.
2: Run yesterday's podcast. (laughs) We learned that the president of Brazil has a colon so impacted that they are going to have to pull out some poop through his nose before they can go in for surgery.
1: Don't forget, he's had hiccups for 10 days straight 10 days. Because of he's had to poop so long.
2: That's a lot of hiccups. Oh, man. We found out who Could dropped it. the Stanley Cup, which is Pat Maroon. Big rig himself, three years in a row. It's his third Stanley Cup parade. What? And the rookie move, he dropped it. Come on. In the middle of a Tampa rainstorm. Big rig. I will add that addendum there.
1: So he held it above his head, slipped, fell. It's, yeah, that's what he, dented he, the cup. He went down with it. So yeah. He hurt his back pretty bad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Last off, we learned that uh, uh, the moon's wobbling.
1: Oh, right. (laughs) We forgot about the moon wobble.
2: We ran our our second edition of Carl Brown, the Science Guy, and found out that the moon itself is having a slight wobble, which will, in time, affect its gravitational pull. And there's some concern about tides, there's some concern about coastal communities, there's some concern about flooding, and if I read you the full story, I'm actually underselling it a little bit. There's a lot of concern about all these things. As Carl
1: (laughs) so eloquently put it, the moon be twerking.
2: It's twerking. (laughs) It's twerking.
1: I was just happy we got to play the Carl Brown the (laughs) Science Guy thing again. Oh yeah. Our
2: thrustiest tune we have.
1: Right after Sister Christian,
2: that's right.
1: Ashley's no, wait. Ashley's not up next. No, she is up next. She is up next. Right, it's it's uh, the other guys that are off. Who? Huh? Oh, Adam. Right. Anyways, don't call here again. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs)
0: Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown show. 977. It's FM.